Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Yo, what's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. And this is the Viewers Anonymous Podcast. What's going on with you, bro? Yo, man. It's an it's an it's another Friday, man. For sure. I mean, listen, these goddamn people gotta put some respect on this show name, man. Oh yeah. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? This this shit, man, in there wrapped up like I said it was. Mm-hmm. And I I am definitely excited for this episode, man. But how you feeling, man? Everything good? Man, I'm feeling great, man. You know what I'm saying? Just got the great news. Deshaun Watson is coming to Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? To play for those Browns. So excited about that. Ooh, excuse me. Also, man, um, I was listening to this podcast earlier, bro. It's like one of these like newer ones. You know what I'm saying? Just uh-huh. they had a very interesting topic. But uh I've come to the conclusion, man, that like this new generation of women is trash, bro. <laughs> like, you know, I'm telling you, they are trash. Like, if they anywhere from the age of like 26 that and down, like anything between like 18 and 26, they are garbage, bro. It's horrible out here for these young boys, man. Um, this chick was talking about how. Her boyfriend, right? She didn't like the way that um he was carrying himself. Now, like, mind you, dude, wasn't nothing wrong with him. He wasn't cheating on her, you know what I'm saying? He was respectful, had a great little office job. I think he was like an accountant or something like that. But you know what I'm saying? Um he was, you know what I'm saying, like a pretty quiet dude, I guess. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't really with a whole bunch of nonsense. So one day. They decide to uh, <laughs> go out, you know what I'm saying, to have a night on the town. You know what I'm saying? A little cool date night. And I guess they went to a bar. And at the bar, you know what I'm saying, she had got hit on. So <laughs> when she got hit on, her boyfriend didn't like, you know what I'm saying, he wasn't in the dude's face. He, You know what I'm saying? He just kind of, I guess, politely told dude, like, excuse me, man, you know what I'm saying? It's my girl. You know what I'm saying? She, she kind of spoke for her. So she didn't, I mean, and the dude backed off and everything, like he respected it, everything. But she didn't like the way dude approached it. Her her boyfriend approached it. So she ends up like losing the interest in him because of that situation and sleeping with his best friend. I'm telling you, bro, these young women are trash today, bro. Yo, I heard a story. So you know, I'm a huge advocate of Ebro in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. So they got this segment on there called Kurt. So uh dude called, uh, you know, sent an email to the radio station. And he's like, yo, I don't know, you know, why old girl never called me back this day. He was like, now there was a situation where, you know, we was uh, we was leaving this place and a couple of guys tried to holler at it or whatnot. But he was like, you know, he didn't think it was a big deal or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So. They called the girl. See, the whole segment of Curved is Ebro them called the girl and act like the dude ain't on the phone. So she's oh, like, wow. yeah. So she's like, yeah, we went out. The date was good. But then these guys started harassing me and he didn't do nothing. 
Mm-hmm. And she was like, and that's why I didn't call him back. And so old dude was like, yo, like, he said, first of all, he said, there was like four dudes. Mm-hmm. And he was like, so the dudes like kind of, you know, kind of catcalled her a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he was like, the thing is, like, he kind of told him, like, yo, I'm with her tonight, whatever, whatever. And he was like, it was all cool. But she tried to make it seem like, because yeah. was like, yo, like, what do you want him to do? You want him to fight four dudes? And she was like, I mean, he's with me. He's supposed to be protecting me. And I'm like, yo, like, oh, are yeah, you serious? So you're trying to get, like, trying to get him killed, on. man. Yeah, trying they to get him killed on their first date. This is their first date. Oh, yeah, ain't no protection. I don't even know you. <laughs> what are you and, talking about, lady? <laughs> I'm like, yo, like, for real? It's like, now, he, now, which, then they ended up, you know, getting it down to, she was like, yeah, well, maybe he could have, you know, pulled me closer or some shit or whatever, whatever, but, like, it's just like, yo, because, like, what, what do you really want the dude to do? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like, on the first date, I supposed to fight off four dudes because they're trying to holler at you? Yeah, man. Like, you right. new age women are trash, bro. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just had to get that off my chest, man. I, I, When I was listening to that, though, like, and she was, like, really justifying it, though. Like, she was like, yeah, I mean, like, what if, what if, what if the, the guy would have touched me or what? But, and dude was like, well, he was like, he didn't. He was like, he pretty much kind of told dude, like, yo, this my girl, like, chill. And dude, chill. It was like that's the best scenario you would want to happen. Exactly. He was like, what did you want him to do? She was like, I'm just saying he didn't have any aggression. She was like, I want my man to be aggressive. It was like that's the most aggressive thing he's probably done in his life. He said he literally stepped to a dude and said, Hey, this is my chick. Move. And dude was like, respect and walk. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. So I don't know, man. That's it was that was a, a very interesting pod though, but. It was uh it's one of those newer joints, you know what I'm saying? I think they on like their third episode. I forgot their name. I had to look them up and shout them out one day, but that was a great uh great conversation. Um so before we get started, man, you know what I'm saying, doing what we do, we have to tell you guys a little secret. And that little secret is what we watching. What we watching. That was quick. Um, so uh this week I was on Netflix and it's been out for a minute, but I decided to check it out. Um and it's called The Worst Roommate Ever. Oh, I've been looking at that, but I haven't watched and it. Listen. It's about this lady who owns a boarding house and she basically lets people come stay with her and she kills them. Quick synopsis. Yeah, I really want to get into it. Go check it out yourself. It's a five-part, uh, five-episode doc. Um, but yeah, it's wild, bro. Like it's wild, yeah. wild. Like at one, I think like at one point, I don't know if I'm like hearing this right, but I think like at the part to where I'm getting, I think she like seducing one of these dudes. But she like an older lady though. So Listen. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild, bro. Yeah, that that's something I'm definitely gonna click on, man. I've been I've been seeing it. It's something that I've been wanting to uh to click on, so I'm definitely gonna watch it. So um that was it. You only had that that one this week? Oh yeah, that's all I got, man. Netflix, man, worst roommate ever. Uh so I found this movie. Um it's streaming on Hulu right now. It's not a Hulu original, but it's streaming on Hulu right now. Right. 
Um, it's a movie that I came across. It actually came out last year, and it's called Gully. Um, Starlit cast, man. I forget what the main character name is, but I remember his face from um, he was in Godfather Harlem. But man, you had Jacob Lattimore in there. Mm-hmm. You had Terrence Howard in there. Jonathan Majors, Robin Robin Gibbons, um, Amber Heard was in here. A um, lot, a lot of characters, man. And what basically it was was it was three friends, and not to get too deep into it, like one of the dudes, um, he was actually kidnapped as a like, I would say he was maybe like six years old mm-hmm. until. And this is the thing, like he is like in his late teens, early twenties. Yeah, and he was kidnapped by a white man. And basically, the white man kept him in his house. Uh, he let him, you know, go out and stuff like that. But, like, he had him live there basically by himself. And he would just come through and, like, rape him and all types of shit like that. Yeah. So he basically now had this kid fucked up since he was, like, six years old. And, like, to the point where he don't talk anymore. And Jacob Lattimore, he has some kind of mental illness because he has to take pills. And his mama had to get on him by taking pills. Mm-hmm. And he has a, a problem with mixing up video games with reality. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so basically what ended up happening is they they was playing the video game and the video game kind of looked like they really looked like Grand Theft Auto. They just couldn't use yeah, like, the likeness from Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. So they was like, yo, let's go do this shit for real. So they basically go out and start doing the same shit that they're doing on the video game. Mm-hmm. Like they just walked up on the dude, snuck him, hit him upside the head with a, 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 a skateboard and beat the shit out of him, took Damn. his keys, stole some pills, and stole his car. Like, <laughs> like so they, and then they're just going around just doing everything they do on the video game. So um, it's actually uh, uh, associated with Rot Nation. Oh, okay. So, um, it's it's a very interesting movie, man. It, it's tackling a lot of things. A lot of mm-hmm. you know kids that are getting obsessed with these video games. It's tackling mental illness. It's it's, it's tackling um, one dude, uh, Jonathan Majors. He just got out of prison and he's dealing with the whole thing of coming out of prison, you know, yeah. having to stay at his mom's house. There's there's a lot there's a lot going on, man. And it's it's just. It's, it's a lot. And it was a movie that caught me by surprise. I'd never heard of it. Like, yeah. it. It didn't have no publicity or anything like that. So um, everybody should go out and support this movie, man. It's it's a really good movie. It's streaming on Hulu right now. It's called Gully. That's what's up, man. That is what's up. All right, man. So um, back to it. Um, season five, episode five, Snowfall. Um, our season review. <clears throat> um, I was thoroughly impressed with this episode, and to me, this episode reminds me of the well, the way it was written reminds me of like when you talk to like one of those like old head gangsters, mm-hmm. and then like they tell you about like a point in time that happened to it. It's like something that happened to them. And then like, they tell you that one story where you be like, man, that shit didn't happen for real. He'd be like, man, listen, I'm trying to tell you, man, that shit happened. 
this episode, that's what they, that's what this was like to me. Like <laughs> the tiger <laughs> getting chased by the Vatos, everybody getting ran down on uh 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 Leon getting his revolutionary on telling Ivy, you know what. I can't take the rocket launcher. Just give me a whole bunch of pistols and shotguns. <laughs> like that's that's what this seemed like to me, man. This seemed like you know what I'm saying one of those old head stories where everything just like it was just like a bad bad day. You know what I'm saying? It started off great, um, and then it just like took a turn for the worse. What was <laughs> what was your initial thoughts after watching this one? Uh, I agree with everything you said, but. Well, I guess you can say it started out great, but it went it went south really fast. Mm-hmm. But not not even the crazy stuff. Just the fact of um, Franklin and V going over to talk to Jerome yep. and Louis, and they don't want to invest. Right. So it kind of went downhill kind of really quick. Um, yeah. So with with that part, because they got approved for the buildings that they want to get, but they really don't want to invest. So. It was, it was, it was one of those things where it had me pondering very early, like, what do Louis and Jerome got up their sleeve? You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, for them not wanting to invest in real estate and to be like, yo, like that's your dream, that's not our dream. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the way that Franklin looked at it was like. Real estate don't have to be your main hustle, yo. Like I'm, I'm just trying to get you to a point to where y'all can wash y'all money a whole lot easier. You know what I'm saying? And a whole lot faster. It's like I don't think Franklin, Franklin's asking them to be an investor. He's not asking you to turn this into your dream. So like, I think that if he would have tried to do this without them. I felt like they probably would have been mad because they didn't that he didn't involve them. And when they tried to involve them, they feel like they kind of shitting on them. But yeah, it was it was it was a it was a very wide episode. The tiger completely caught me off guard. Yeah, big completely. time, completely. And for them to well, we, we'll get into all of that. But mm-hmm. my initial thoughts was this was an action packed episode. They really really have you thinking because there's some. There's some little nuggets that are dropped in here. I don't know how you took them, so I can't wait to get into that conversation. But there was a few things that was being said, and it's like, it, it, yeah, it, it seemed like there could be a point of a finger, but then you could kind of be like, man, that wouldn't make it that easy. But then at the same time, it's like you might think that we wouldn't make it that easy, but this is what it really is. You know what I'm saying? So I, I – I'm interested to know what you think about this, man, because this was one of those episodes. I think it's the nigga who made the disc tapes. Hell no. Nah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see that. The only he, way, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say the only way that could be something. But this is the another reason why I think it's not that. So the only reason that it could be that is that, like I said last week, if some of those tapes got out before Jerome them got them all, and so then people know, like yo, Frank Franklin got it. 
and and we have to take everybody out to basically get his shit. That's the only way I could see that dude being tied into it. If you don't think that everybody know Franklin got it by now, they just don't know he got it with the CIA. But everybody know Franklin got it, bro. Yeah, we talking we talking about the hood, bro. We talking about in the hood. Second. Listen, go back and watch the episode and listen to what dude was saying. He was knowing everything. Yeah, but I don't think that he knew what a drop was. I don't think he knew where. I mean, it's it's possible, but I don't know. I, I think that the fact that Black Diamond and Dallas and um. And Peaches just happen to be off on this day. Now, I know it makes it very obvious to the point where you'd be like, that can't be it because it's too obvious. But then at the same time, it's like, especially when it comes to Peaches, because Peaches I bet, could have I an bet, excuse. Okay, well, if it ain't him, he got something to do with it. Put it like that. But, and this is the thing with Peaches, though. Peaches and got HIV. Thank you. Because remember when old girl, when old girl was working on fixing Teddy up, she was like, "We got to be very careful because a nurse." She said, "A nurse got, uh, yeah." She said, "A nurse got uh, HIV, so she put the gloves on." She's like, "You got to be careful." Yo, what is the connection? Okay, maybe I'm tripping, but what is the connection between her and and Teddy? Yeah, I don't know. She she obviously. I don't know if we saw her like season one or two I don't or whatever. I don't remember her either, but obviously they got a relationship. And she was just like, so basically when you don't need me no more, you just cut me off. And he was mm-hmm. just like, She's you know, a common freak. She's a what? She's a common freak, man. <laughs> Did you see what she was doing? Dude, she was sitting there rubbing one off in front of Teddy while Teddy was laid out. It was just like, the Because fuck? she fixed the bullet wound? Yo. And then she found the dope. Oh my god! Yeah, see, I, it's I'm I'm excited to see what what she gonna do with that because the the way she was acting and whatever she had, Teddy on Teddy was high as a kite, like he was just giggling. Damn cocaine! I don't know, but I think I, I can't believe he did that. Well, he he's smart. That was a smart though. It was smart. It was but smart. I just can't he, believe he did it. That that was some crank shit. Like he knew, like yo, if I don't if I don't get myself high, I'm gonna I'm oh, gonna yeah. fall out. No, when she threw that salt, man, I'd have jumped off and killed her. I'd have I'd have choked her out with one hand. Like, why would she do that? Because you had to stop the bleeding, man. No, nah, man, you could have got some alcohol. You could have got some peroxide. You gonna <laughs> throw some table salt on my joint? <laughs> Texas Chainsaw style, man. And she just happened to have a a eco size damn table saw just sitting there, just already ready. I was like, oh, I was like, I know he going through it. But yeah, that was uh, yeah. But not, I think dude has something to do with. I think he's somehow involved. I think that honestly, I think it's a mole in the in the operation. I think so too, man. But like. Peaches, he he could be involved, or Mm-mm. Peaches could really be laid up in the hospital Peaches just for got HIV. HIV, man. 
I, I think it's I think it's that he got HIV. I do believe that. But my thing is, I know Black Diamond in Dallas goes to the highest bidder, mm-hmm. but it's just like, who is it? And my th- they just pieced it up with uh, Jerome and Louis. That and Jerome and Louis pieced it up with Scully. So it's kind of like, well, well, well. We don't know that. We don't know that. Well, he gave Jerome. That don't mean nothing. That don't I'm, mean I'm just either. saying. Look, you have to. You have to put all of the suspects out there on the table. You now, don't forget them niggas. All the niggas was gang members. That they was, and they talked about how the game got real crazy. And I think that Franklin is not the only now. The CIA could have other moles out there just dealing with other drug dealers, and they just never mentioned them to us, well, the viewers. Or either these dudes are going, you know what I'm saying, straight to the source and getting that shit, you know, coming in from Mexico. That's actually and- a great point. The first point you made, that's actually a great point because when, when Leon and them killed the one dude and he fell out the car, he said, yo, we checked him, and this nigga ain't had no identification and no nothing in his pockets. He was like, that's weird. So that was actually a good point. I forgot all about that part. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Maybe it, maybe this is a, a CIA move. They trying to get rid of the evidence before, you know, things happen. Yep, because Teddy, Teddy took a shot, too. And Teddy could be expendable because he hit the first time around, his cover got blown mm-hmm. by Franklin's dad. So it's kind of like, yo, I've always said that he was expendable. And then I used to say in the very early times is the fact that he has to that stash that all of these drug dealers always have. I mm-hmm. said, Teddy's gonna have to have a stash too, because the CIA could turn their back on his ass too and just mm-hmm. be like. You know, just like old girl said, she said, yo, you look like a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. You know, so like Teddy could get so far under to the point where we don't really know. Man, there was a point when we was talking about episode, not episode, but season four, we was like, yo, is he really a CIA, a CIA agent anymore? Because it kind of felt like. I mean, at the beginning of this one, you kind of thought that same thing. Like, yo, what's what's. What that motherfucker be on? Because remember, he was out. They were showing when he was all in the the forest and the Amazon rivers, and you know what I'm saying, working with the people, and it, 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 something might have clicked, man. It it might have. So, I mean, look, there there are a lot of suspects, man. It it could be the government paying mm-hmm. these guys to do this shit. It also, it also could be, which I don't think it is. Because I think it's just too early. Yeah. It could be whatever this dude is that's talking to Sissy. I don't know what he is because this is the thing. Sissy met with uh with old dude and dude gave her a um a pen mm-hmm. to listen in on Franklin because she wanted he wanted her to put it in Franklin's office. And right. she was like, nah, that's one thing I'm not going to do. That ain't what we talked about. That ain't what I agreed to. Like, I'm not setting my son up. And he was like, I'm going to leave the pen with you and you do what you want to do with it. For him to call a hit 
like an hour later on everybody. I, I I just don't think that I don't think that it's him. But I'm just I'm throwing everything out there. Mm-hmm. I think it's too early for him to make that type of call. So I, I don't agree. think I don't think it's him. So I think I can rule him out. But like when it comes to peaches, I I don't rule him out completely. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that he is that patient zero that got that other nurse to HIV. And that's why she was so cautious on putting the blood on um, the gloves on when she worked with Teddy, because she was like, yo, there was a nurse at the hospital that got HIV. And I think I think that uh, Peaches might be ground zero. Now, Black Diamond in, um, in Dallas. It's just for, for the, now those girls got a lot of connections in the hood. Mm-hmm. They don't really show it, but. Knowing that the way that they got down season four and how they getting down now, they always said they'll work for the highest bidder, but it's just like, who who is that top guy? You know what I'm saying? Like, we know it ain't we know it ain't Ivy. So it's just like there has to be another person. I can't think of anybody else though that 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 could be involved in this unless it's the CIA just trying to clean everything up and get this whole crew out of here don't leave nothing behind i just i don't know unless we're gonna be introducing to a new character but i don't see them bringing in a new character i mean i wouldn't be shocked if we ended up getting a new character but also um i think that it's a mole in one of the one of the groups right because even with dude that was talking to um even dude that was talking to Leon, he was like, come on, man, we got to go talk to this crazy motherfucker. And he was like, man, who do you think he talking to, man? He was like, he forget he worked for me. Yeah. That was, that was a little, you know, that was a little off the wall there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? For, for somebody to just be, you know, just randomly doing something. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if we found out that, you know what I'm saying, we, we had a turncoat in there and I mean, as we already seen with with Scully, you know, people are ready to take over and get into a certain spot. Um, and I, you know, what I'm saying it's not shocking. It wouldn't be shocking if you know, what I'm saying you had that same thing going on on Franklin's side of the venture. So, uh, I just think it's somebody that's on the inside because it it was too easy for them to find out where everybody was at. I mean, they dropped the dime on everybody. That's what like, I'm saying. It was too easy to find out where everybody was at. Now, what could be possible is it's the cop. Um, Remember, he was in that room. He was in that office. And he was in there with the pot. Mm-hmm. And when Louie walked in, she was like, yo, what you doing up here? Like, you can't just be popping up in my office, you know what I'm saying, when I ain't here. Maybe he bugged it. The only thing with that is, unless they followed Franklin, how did they know what a drop place was? You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't need to... 
they, I'm pretty sure they followed them. I'm pretty sure they followed everybody. All they need to know is when they moving. Yeah. It just it just feels more like an inside job. I, I, either it's an inside job or it's the cop. I wouldn't be surprised for real for real if it was the cop because I think he done bugged them. Because remember, when he walked up to Jerome, he said, man, who y'all end up messing with? They got y'all, you know what I'm saying, that's doing the drive-by at y'all. And remember, when they met under the train tracks, they was beefing. So they, I don't know. They, it's, this is one of those shows, man, where you literally have to pay attention to everything, especially in a situation like this. Like You got to pay attention to everything that everybody's saying. Okay. Devil's Advocate. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons why I think it's not him mm-hmm. is because he wants to make a, a buzz. He wants to make an arrest so he can move up. Calling a whole bunch of hitters to hit everybody at the same time, that that wouldn't that wouldn't get him the promotion that he's looking for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I feel like how could they tie it to him though? They don't have to they don't have to tie it to him, right? Say if they hit Franklin and Teddy at that spot. They leave out, call him, hey man, went down there such and such and such. We got the money. You know what I'm saying? This what we left behind. He pull up on the squad. Boom. All he got to do is just lie and say, we seen him here. We seen him here. We seen him here. And he take down the whole thing. Because notice they went after Franklin first. Mm-hmm. Then they went after Louis and uh, Jerome. And then they went after Leon. So somewhere in between there, they're going to do that. My, and don't forget, he did. He, he was the reason that the raid happened in the hood, too. Yeah, he was the reason for the raid. I, mm-hmm. I just don't – I don't see him using those type of tactics. When, I definitely do. But this is the reason why I don't. Because when, when Louis was like, how are you going to do your people like that? He was like mm-hmm. – my people, them and my people, those are the same people, you know what I'm saying, that made fun of me basically back in the day. Mm-hmm. Why would you use those same type of people just to take another group of people out? It's like it's like you fucking with... Because you, you can arrest them for gang violence and you can arrest them for drugs all in one fell swoop and it looked like a big-ass arrest. I mean, it's it's a theory. It's, 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 definitely, it's definitely a theory. Um, I, I think I thought it was smart for them to put this down as part one. Um mm-hmm. to basically, you know, do this like a to be continued joint. Um and they named it know, the Iliad. Which is interesting. Very interesting. Um then how Teddy now Teddy gun wound was was you know what I'm saying? It was it was bad, but it wasn't the worst. But for him to just take off also like that. He left also hanging. Left him hanging. And and Franklin had to be the one to uh you know to save also. And then they had to get to a payphone. I mean, they are in Mexico City, boy. Like these dudes came up, yo, what's in the bag? Mm-hmm. Yo, these mothers running through town. And he told now also told him he looked around, he scoped it out. Franklin, I don't know how long we're gonna be able to stay here. And he was like, yeah, well, yeah, I'm, but, you know, he not paged everybody. He just need everybody to hit him back so they can 
so they can get a ride. And those dudes, but this is the thing though, and they talked about this. It seemed like the Mexican gangs, like they was in a drought too. So I think they wanted to make a robbery on them because their pockets are getting lighter. So they just see an opportunity to make a hit because they're like, yo, you got a black dude and a and you got a black dude and another Mexican dude walking together just carrying, you know what I'm saying, bags. Mm-hmm. You know, also like your dirty laundry. They're like, ain't no damn dirty laundry. <laughs> they said, Let me see your dirty underwear. That was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy as fuck. But um, yo, this episode is like the beginning of what probably is going to be a downfall because now with V getting the scare that she got, you know what I'm saying? She stepped up to the plate. I think that was an act, but go ahead. Well, this this is what I mean mm-hmm. when I say so V so after they get shot at and so V is like yo y'all look like drug dealers <laughs> so y'all give me y'all guns I put them in my purse because they're gonna come straight for y'all mm-hmm. so yeah that one part I think is an act what I think is not an act is her actually being shot at while she's pregnant this is what she had a conversation about Franklin about. It's like, yo, are we safe? We need more security. And now I'm actually getting <clears throat> shot at. You need to quit this game, like ASAP. But that was, but see, I don't think that's the case because that's the initial plan. They already, they already doing that. That's that was the whole purpose of getting Louis and Jerome in there. So that's a way for him to get out of there, built with the compound thing. Um. I think that initially, right, we forget that she's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So she knows the game. She knows how to work with all of this. What was interesting to me was that that never played part in anything in this situation. Why didn't she bring that up if she's a practicing lawyer? You mean to the cops? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I don't it it would have made sense for the simple fact or that, well, I don't know. Is she a practicing lawyer anymore? I guess that, that would make sense. I mean that is a good question. I don't know if this that she's still a lawyer, but she ain't practicing it anymore. But I think she might be because you be needing a lawyer to go over the paperwork of all of this stuff when it comes to real estate and signing papers and, you know, you be needing notaries and all this type of shit like that. So maybe she is a practicing lawyer, but you know, there's different types of lawyers. There's lawyers that read over contracts. There are lawyers that are entertainment lawyers. There are lawyers that that do DUI. There's a trial lawyers that do murder. So, like, I think that she is still a practicing lawyer, but I think that she's one of those lawyers that look over, you know, properties and all that type of shit like that. Because when you get into business with anything, 
and there's a thing called, you know what I'm saying, contracts, you be needing lawyers to go over these contracts. You know, they're just like all of these, you know, rappers and entertainers and stuff. They be getting bad deals and stuff. They be having lawyers look over that shit. So I just think that she's just one of those lawyers that, that look over paperwork. And so they don't get, you know, fucked up in any of those deals. So Franklin don't sign something that he don't need to sign, basically. Like, right. So she ain't so, like a like a defending lawyer or nothing like yeah, that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And maybe she used to be. Like, yeah. She probably but now was. it's more so like a corporate or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, so that makes sense. Yeah. So I think it's, but so let's let's back up a little bit. So mm-hmm. V told Franklin, let me talk to V. I went, oh, no, no, let me talk to Louie and Jerome. Maybe they need to hear a different voice. So mm-hmm. she goes and gets Sissy. And so they're sitting down, and Sissy is trying to explain to them, yo, this drug game is going to crumble. Yeah. And, like, what this what this deal is going to do is it's going to be able to pull y'all out of the game. Right. And it's like, my question to you is, even though we said we think Jerome is like kind of like done with this shit, mm-hmm. but do you think they don't want to leave the game? No, I think they do. I think that what they don't want to do is be tied up with Franklin, right? Because I think they see Franklin as this like um, like this control freak. And I think what they're trying to do is eventually get away from even being under his thumb for real. Mm -hmm. Like it's already enough that, you know what I'm saying? You are a nephew, but it make it even worse when like you the top dog, like, you know what I'm saying? Now everything got to include us. Like why? You know what I'm saying? Like we already told you we ain't want to keep working with you. We want to buy from you now. So that's already the separation. And now it's like, yo, we don't, we don't think we should invest in this. Like we got other shit that we want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that they have some other plans in the making, um, which I thought was interesting because that's what Sissy asked them. Like, yo, like, you know what I'm saying? What are y'all, what is, what are y'all planning on doing after this? You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to get with Franklin, but you got to get, do something to get the hell up out of here. So, I mean, I, I thought that was a smart thing for them to do, but I just think that they don't want to be around Franklin. You know what I'm saying? I, I think that it's one of those things where, you know, even if even if they just keep buying from him and, and you know what I'm saying, and just use him as a connect to everything else, I mean, at the end of the day, they still going to be okay because Louie pretty much is the female version of Franklin. She just, she just is more compassionate than he is at this point. Do you think it's also, especially since Jerome heard that tape, do you think it's more of like it, it has turned into oh, some ego in there? It's yeah. definitely some ego in it's there. De- I, I think it's ego. I, sure. think, I think it's gotten to the point where it's like, yo, Franklin got us to this point to where we're making the, mo- more, the most money we've ever made in our life. Yeah. But then I think some of that ego shit came in and they're like, yo, this is our nephew. Like, we supposed to be, you know what I'm saying, in a way guiding him. Mm-hmm. Like, 
we don't supposed to be taking orders from our nephew. Our nephew's supposed to take orders from us. Yeah. And I think it's kind of turned into that. And I think that Jerome never looked at it that way mm-hmm. until he heard that tape. And he's like, you know what? Now the hood is looking at me. You know what I'm saying? As like I'm less than when it comes to my own nephew. Right. I don't think he ever thought that way until he heard that tape. And it was like, damn, that's what they think of me? And that's kind of unfortunate, too, because, like, without those two, you know what I'm saying? Like, Franklin is going to be in a vulnerable position. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think that they all work better together. I mean, I understand that they kind of don't see eye to eye right now, but I hope that's something that eventually they get over. Because, like, if if all of them are together and, like, all of them are, like, in unison, like, same thing, including Leon and you know what I'm saying? Everything else, like, yo, they they can be a, a dynasty for real. Dude, they are well or machine when they no, all seriously, yeah, for real, bro. And and I think that what ended up happening is it's just like with them wanting to do, and I think what Franklin said was right, what Teddy told him, but I think the way that it came off to Louie, Louie looked at it like Oh, you're doing everything basically that the white man say. Yeah, but it or, was right. Or she probably just looked at it as a complete threat. Like, yo, what you mean you would do whatever it takes? Like Th- that that part. But I'm saying mm-hmm. the reason we the reason we're struggling to re- not struggling, but you know the reason we're not making the money like we used to. Mm-hmm. It is it's not the prices. It's the fact that you wanted to go out on your own and the shit ain't working. Exactly, but I think the way that he said it, because Teddy said it, she's like, "Fuck that shit," and I think that she's ignoring the facts. Like the facts is the reason why you want the price cut because y'all ain't making what y'all wanted because your little, like he said, experiment didn't work. He like, I gave y'all time, I gave y'all a year. Also, I think they losing money. They are losing money. No, I mean like hand over fist. And I'm gonna yeah, tell you I why. think they don't have the 10. I know they don't have the 10 because when they said we'll even cut it down to five, she they still didn't budge on that. But the way they was talking was they were saying that like if they give them the 10, that's all of their money. I thought that, they I, did I thought say that, that was a little weird. I thought that was they a little did, weird. They did, they did say that, mm-hmm. but I, I don't even think they got the, – I'm, I'm with you. I know they don't have the 10. Not at all. I don't even think they got the 5. They they might not, and I think that's the reason why they don't want to invest, but they're trying to make it seem like it's something else. Yeah. And I think that they they put so much of their own resources into the little side project that they want to do, uh-huh. and they don't want to admit their mistake. Yeah. They don't want to admit, like, fuck, we got to tell Franklin he was right. Right. Because she always try to act like, and I, we talked about this last episode. She always try to act like Franklin came up with an idea and the shit didn't work. Mm-hmm. Franklin haven't had any bad ideas. But you also got to remember, like, I don't think it was, I don't think it was the situation of Franklin having a bad idea. I think it was when Franklin was down and she had the opportunity to keep things going she realized that she can kind of do that too. Excuse me. But what 
True. She's but, not as calculated as Franklin is, though. True, but who does she like? She followed every step that Franklin did. Like he set, he set, like he set the president down. So it's like, yeah, you ran it while he was down, but at the same time, you run it the same way that he already ran it. But that's what like I'm saying. But she's, also, but she's also not as calculated as he is. So that's why, like, when she was saying what she was saying, yeah, she could still run an operation. That's not an issue. It's just the fact that she can't run it as fine as he can. And that's why when they went ahead and did what they did, he told her, yeah, I, I go ahead and play your game with you. Like, go ahead and do it. At the end of the day, you should be crawling back to me by now. But that ego and that pride are not letting either one of them do it. Yeah, that, and I agree with you. I, I just think that she 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 got a taste. She got a taste of running it, but what she's not understanding <clears> is <throat> he laid down the the foundation. Like it wasn't. What I'm saying is it wasn't that hard for her to run it because he already laid down the game. You follow yeah. everything that he do, and this thing is gonna keep. It's gonna keep going. Right. So. Yeah, and then like I say, man, a lot of the times, I mean, look, you can use the same thing for the for the industry. Like, a lot of people start out, especially back in the day, everybody started out in groups. What end up happening? Everybody started noticing, damn, the lead singer is the guy or the mm-hmm. girl. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then everybody want to break out and do their own thing, but they was never more successful as they was as they was as a group. Right. Great example. Other than Bobby Brown, new edition. <laughs> yeah. Now Bobby, he he did, but yeah. Ralph came out with his album. He had one single. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Sensitivity. That was it. Now Johnny Gill, he he did good, mm-hmm. but but look at uh, B, uh, BBW, not BBW. Um, <laughs> B, uh, <laughs> wrong, wrong. Uh, yeah, wrong uh, one. Wrong BBD. One. BBD. Yeah. Um. Now they knew. <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. But the point I'm saying is, they knew they were stronger together. For sure, like they knew they knew they couldn't go out on their own. Mm-hmm. And it's like they they set their ego aside, and they knew, like, yo. Yeah. We should form a group of three of us because I don't think that we could pop solo wise. Because right. the thing is, when it came to Ralph, Ralph was, you know, quote unquote, the most talented vocalist in the group. Mm-hmm. Bobby just had that charisma, and you know what I'm saying? And everybody just loved Bobby. When Johnny came in, he was already like a solo act anyway. Yeah. So when the group when the group broke up. They're like, hey, it's just the three of us left. Like, mm-hmm. we'll just do a group together. What I'm saying is, the whole point I bring that up is that ego has kicked in to where, like you said, when she ran it for a while, she's like, yo, I can do what Franklin do. Exactly. But what she don't realize is she's following his blueprint for number one. But then, number two, the most important thing is Franklin is thinking three to four to five steps down the road. Mm-hmm. She might be thinking one or two, 
but she's not getting to those extra levels. Exactly. And that's why her shit is failing. If she let ego take over, and she didn't let the brain power take over, and you brought up a great point, because I didn't think about this until you said it. I don't think they got 10, and they might not have five. Mm-hmm. And I think that they are afraid to tell Franklin because I think their pride is too high to be like, the reason we ain't investing, because we ain't got it. Exactly. Um, so let's let's get to the the last but not least portion of this uh conversation, man. Um Franklin also, man, you know what I'm saying? They they basically escaped the shootout. And then after they escaped the shootout, they pretty much, you know what I'm saying, find somewhere to hide the car. They grab the money, they walk to a store. Um, in the midst of walking to the store, they pretty much page everybody 911. After they page everybody 911, they get ran up on by the Vatos or the essays or whoever they're supposed to be. Things get a little interesting. Um, so as they continue talking or whatever, whatever, you know what I'm saying, they find out that there's money in the bag. Franklin pull out the dummy gun. Everybody skied off, you know what I'm saying, except one person. He like, yeah, I ain't no runner. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? He like, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? They about to, they about to knuckle up real quick. I also like, nah, turn around, my boy. He turned around. He said, ah, run. You know what I'm saying? They get going. They find a place to hide, toss the money. They have to break into a house so they can use a phone. Unfortunately, they broke into the wrong house. They broke into the house of the dude who also has a hole in his basement and throws people down there and yells at them and tells them to put the lotion on the skin. That's who that nigga is. <laughs> Yo, bro, he shot them niggas with tranquilizer darts, man. And then he said, <laughs> he said, that nigga Franklin said, "Yo, are you gonna stuff me?" He said, "Nah, you too skinny." He said, "But your friend over here." <laughs> he said, "Your friend over here." Yeah, he said, "Also, get up." He goes. <laughs> Hey, bro, that shit is hilarious, bro. And this is what I mean when I say, like, when you hear that old head story and the old head tell you something that happened, and then you be like, man, that ain't happened. This is the part where the old head be like, man, then we breaking this one dude house, right? Man, this fool shot us with a tranquilizer dart, and then we wake up next to a tiger in a cage. You be like, man, shut up, man. You ain't waking up no damn tiger in a cage. This is, this is what I mean by that. And so they wake up. It's a tiger in a cage. They in the other cage. And that's the end of part one. <laughs> I don't I don't even know what question to ask, bro. I listen. Hey, this is superb. This is superb writing right here. Because you can tell they just got they just have like old school gang members, old school drug dealers, like they got everybody from that era, and you could tell like they either was interviewing them, they was talking to them, or they got them as consultants, whatever. Like, you could tell they got people from that era in this conversation, I mean, in, I'm going to say in this conversation, in this writing room or talking to these writers or whatever because this seems like some shit that would happen during the drug era. Listen, so we talked about this, we believe it, we believe it has to be 86 because they showed the, the Lynn mm-hmm. Bias joint. 
Scarface came out in 83, my guy. Hmm? Scarface came out in 83. Mm-hmm. Listen, these motherfuckers are too obsessed with Scarface. Like, he got a tiger. I'm bringing a tiger to the hood. And if anybody what break in here. They not in the hood no more? They in the Mexican hood. Bruh, they are in. They are in the Mexican hood. But they ain't in the hood hood. And let me tell you something. I don't know what this dude does. Like, he probably a taxidermist. But he has to be. There's too much stuff be. sitting there. This nigga had an alligator on the couch. On the couch, my guy. <laughs> this nigga, hey, Franklin, Franklin came like around the corner. His house, bro. He came around the corner. That bear scared the shit out of him. Man, he, <laughs> he started laughing, bro. Hey, man, ain't nothing scarier than doing that. And then you turn around and see a bear, bro. A full no, fledged like it wasn't no, it wasn't like no statue. Like nigga, this is a, it like a real bear. Like, so yeah, I, I don't know, man. I think that um. I think somehow they're gonna escape, of course. But uh, the the one thing about this this show that I have to keep reminding myself is that this is like the seventies and the eighties. Because I was about to say one time, like in watching this, I was say, "Why does niggas just call him on his phone?" But I keep forgetting that this is an older show. (laughs) I keep forgetting this older show because he was like, "Man, we got to make it to a payphone." I'm like. For some odd reason, something just went through my head like, what the fuck they find to pay for? And I keep forgetting, bro, this is an older show. So that's, you know what I'm saying? That was just something I had to go through. But, um, yeah, oh, man. Let me ask something, though. Do you think also, and this is just something popped up in my head, going to sacrifice himself? Because after the episode, they showed a little thing where the dude, like, Opened up that thing to where the tiger can access them. Do you think that he's gonna sacrifice himself so Franklin can get out? No. Or do you think that I think he's just gonna be a victim of the circumstance? I don't think he's gonna sacrifice. I just think he's gonna be a victim of the circumstance. Could be. Could be. It's it's gonna be interesting to see how he he gets out. But like, just think of the odds of walking into that is that's like. Oh, what movie was that? Um, oh, by the way, bro, great graphics in this one, too. The fact that that was a CGI tiger was yeah. amazing. It, look, it looked real as hell, for real. I'm going to give him credit on that. That didn't yeah. look like no fake tiger. Dude. And we're talking about FX. They, they, put, they put some money into that. Yeah. They put some money a, into that. That was a pretty good, uh, that was some pretty good graphics. Yeah, I'm definitely not mad at it at all. So man, but listen, this this was this was a wild episode, man. And mm-hmm. then we, we, we glossed over it, but um when it came to the nurse lady that fixed up Teddy and she found she found them drugs because she was just like, Yo, I can't leave a shot up car in my front yard, not in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And then she saw that drugs in the trunk, man. I I don't know what she's gonna do with it, man. Because I think well, she know he see. He knows what he does. Yeah, she, she knows, knows what he does. Right. Obviously, it ain't like she don't. She don't know. Uh, what I think she's gonna do, right, is I think she's gonna move that from there to the house, and I think that she's gonna do some um, misery shit to Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. 
I think Teddy is going to be in for the ride of his life. He's going to have to kill that woman because, first and foremost, she was fixing his shoulder, but his pants was halfway off. Yo, she's raping Teddy. Okay. Yeah, man. That's that, okay. Thank you. I knew. I thought. I, I knew it. I'm gonna say I'm not the only one that was thinking that because I'm like I'm sitting there looking at the scene. I'm like, why my man pants down? Like, what the hell going on? And then when she started talking, I'm like, oh, this shit is getting wild. I'm like, man, they adding in a whole bunch of stuff in this. So it's like you got misery. You got uh uh what is that um. Is that Silence of the Lambs where dude be like, it puts the lotion on the skin? Uh, I don't remember that in Silence of the Lambs. What movie is that? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But, but yeah, she got some freaky shit going on. Now, when I say she's raping Teddy, I think she's gonna rape Teddy. I think that when she was sitting there rubbing one off, when she was sitting there masturbating in Yo, front that of Teddy, wild. I think she was getting herself, I think she was getting herself hype enough to do it. I don't think she done it yet, but I think that after she moved that car and shit, and then she comes back, yeah, it is. I think, yeah, oh, it is? Good, bro. <laughs> I'm pretty good at this. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. I don't remember side of the lamp like that. Like, I, I seen it but, like, it was one of those ones where it was like, okay, I watched it. It's good. Ooh, Clarice. Yo, <laughs> that that scene in particular, though, like, niggas forget, like, he was, like, <laughs> he was spraying niggas with a water hose. <laughs> they was in the hole, bro. Yo, that movie is wild, bro. We got to cover that eventually. But that movie is fucking wild. He was spraying niggas with a water hose, bro. That shit is funny. That is funny. Um... But yeah, man, like yeah, she she's she's gonna rape Teddy at some point. I, I think she, she already did. I don't know. So, so why masturbating from? Because okay, so listen, I think they used to bone, right? Right. And I think she was either like an intern or something like that. Like she had something to do with what was going on because she know too much already. Yeah. And. Apparently, he was either paying her off to be quiet or whatever the situation was. And he got gone after he met old girl and had the kid. But somehow, some way, they used to bone. I'm telling you this now. Mm-hmm. And this is just like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I'm finally coming to terms with it. I'm good now. We about to get busy. And she is like either super obsessed with dude or she just want her payback. Okay. That's what I think. It looks. I can see that. I can see that. Ooh, excuse me. But, man, I'm ready for episode six. I already know you watched the, you know what I'm saying, you watched the coming uh, the, the coming attraction part of the uh, show. So we're going to leave that one up in the air. Um, I don't even want to ask what you think is going to happen next because right now there's so much stuff going on, like especially with it going into a part two and then them calling it the Iliad, which I think is very, very um, descriptive. Because if I don't do you have you ever read the Iliad? Nah. Okay, so like the Iliad is basically the story of multiple people during the Trojan War. And that's exactly what they did with this particular episode they basically gave you 
um various versions of every like because if you notice this is one of the first episodes of the season that basically has everybody in it it got teddy in it it got franklin in it got leon in it and it got louis and jerome in it and it got also in it so it got like it got the the main characters everybody in this joint um so um i think that's very that's a very very you know what I'm saying? Important thing to kind of keep an eye on as well. Um, and then once again, like I said, this was this the Iliad is basically um different accounts of the Trojan War. I mean, different accounts of people, people's lives during the Trojan War. Um, so this is also hinting at a war that's about to either occur or that's just started. And we haven't seen Scully yet, so we don't know if Scully is involved in this either. So just something to keep an eye on. So for right now, let's get to the coming soon. You ready, man? Yes, sir. Coming soon. Coming soon. All right, man. So um, with the coming soon, bro, um, as I mentioned it uh, last episode, with um the documentary that we did he was talking about how this next movie was going to be very very um interesting uh with the jury and everything else this movie is 12 angry men and uh i i did i did a little research here and there i was i was looking at some clips and everything else but i remember you bringing this up before before we yes. even did that episode, and you had talked about um, the actor that's in it, because I think we yeah. had, we were talking about him. Yeah, H- Henry Fonda, man. He yeah, was, Henry uh, Fonda. He, yep. he was a huge actor back in the day, man. Everybody mm-hmm. knows his daughter Jane Fonda. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the one of the reasons for number one, this is my favorite, like no color movie. Like it is, it is a really really good movie. Even the trial that they're covering. Mm-hmm. Is you know what I'm saying to something that I think that you would be very interested in as well, but I, I really wanted to do this movie because, and for the people that don't know, it's the 1957 version. Um, is the fact of for for a person to go into a room to deliberate, and everybody from all all eleven people guilty, 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 guilty. and this one guy was able to sit there and convince every single person one by one by one by one. Yep. You know what I'm saying? By coming with evidence. And I was like, yo, I feel like Scoops Brunson, one of those people. <laughs> can, <laughs> go, can go in <laughs> one of those rooms yes. and be like, hell no, nah, this you shit didn't happen like that. The beyond reasonable doubt exactly. that this man is guilty. Exactly. So I, I think that this is a great movie. And then, like I said, the trial ended up being they 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 basically try to get a black man locked up for a murder yeah. he didn't commit. Right. You know what I'm saying that's that basically what it is. And uh, and for Henry Fonda, you know, to be the, the 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 actor that he was, and then to have a daughter that become out to be a legend as well. Mm-hmm. Not even just on screen. Like this lady used to get locked up during the civil rights. Mm-hmm. movement like she's like one of those white ladies that was like deeply in, involved in like the uh the civil rights and shit like that she yeah. used to get locked up with all of them all that shit. extensive movie resume exactly so yeah, yeah man so i yeah i i, I just think that this yo is one don't of those she got a daughter too 
She does, but I don't I don't know if her daughter is like, like famous like that. Um because she got I mean I don't I don't recognize these names as in them being uh well she ended up being one of them ended up being the actress, but I mean I don't recognize any of these movies. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, this this was one of this was one of those one of those families. Yeah, for sure. For some, but yeah, reason, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, man. I, I think I th- I'm telling you, dude. I, I think I think once you see it, I think you'll be like, yeah. oh shit! Like I, I can see I can see how it's not fucked with this movie. For sure, for sure. Um, Oh no, that um, <laughs> never mind. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> never mind. Um, so you know what I'm saying. Twelve Angry Men will be the next episode next Tuesday. Well, I'm gonna quit saying that next episode. So y'all keep it. You know what I'm saying. Your ears and your eyes open. I keep forgetting that we record on Tuesdays. Forgive me. So um, yeah. Uh, make sure you know what I'm saying. You hit us up on the socials. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram at. View a non pod. Also hit us up on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. Hit me up on Twitter at Scoots Bronson and also on TikTok at Scoots Bronson TV. Yes, sir. Y'all can find me at S.Foster8 on Instagram and Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pod on IG. Um, check out the last episode that is out, episode 77 that I did with Tyrone Collins. Um, Episode is doing really good, especially on a YouTube page, which is uh, which is what's the YouTube page? Stolen Time Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. So you can either watch it or listen to it on all major platforms. But that's all I got, dude. Man, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's greatly appreciated as always. And like they say in Hollywood, man, that's a wrap. Good. Oh, that's a clean finish. I like that. Man, that was a clean. Finish.